lot of other musical bands. And I like, I do. I like No Effects a lot. I like, I like Rancid more than I like Operation Hyde. I like Rancid. A and lot. I know Actually, and I was I, a big fan. Yeah, of Rancid. I think that's good shit too. Yeah, we need to have a punk rock episode. There'll be no, yeah. there'll be no, none of our friends will be joining us for that episode. Yeah, and and none of our mutual friends. Now come the wolves will be the one that will probably differ. I don't know, but yeah, the good the. Josh and Jeff especially will not give a fuck about no, any of these bands. They will yell at us. Jeff always does the snoring sound when I tell you about the Menzingers. Yeah, well, which I did look up, and they're not bad at all. No, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're really not bad at all. No, at least at least Jeff will will waver on his hate. Josh won't. Josh hates everything <laughs> equally. If he hates it, he hates it. Like, should we show Jeff that Midnight Express match that we watched that one time? Mm. And then he's like, okay, that was good. Like, Josh will still just hate them that, because and, uh, he's going to hate them. Jeff Jeff hated Big Lebowski for the longest time, and a couple of weeks ago he texted me saying he watched it and he loves it. He thinks it's amazing, so. See, that's the thing. I think Jeff just has to give things thing. like people, 18 tries. Yeah, people will just hate things for the sake of hating it. I would maybe, and I know you're going to be mad for this, I maybe say it might be a hair overrated Lebowski. Oh, I don't think so. But it, it doesn't suck. Goodman's amazing in that movie. I, that's the, yeah. I think, I think Goodman is insanely that, underrated because, you know, Bridges as the dude is the, is the big to-do, but I think Goodman carries the movie. Yeah. I think all of Julianne Moore shit's just weird. It's just that's 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 where I don't think I don't think it makes it the end all be all movie because her character and the whole plot with that. Well, we can go back to Boogie Nights on that one. Well, Julianne Moore was fantastic in Boogie Nights, <laughs> but <laughs> the first half of Lebowski I love. The second half kind of wavers a little bit. That's that's just me. The second half gets a little more is way more confusing. A lot right. happens. There's a lot going on. Right. But, and then you end with Donnie dying. Well, yeah, no, that's that's sad. There's some real life uh, emotion involved by the time you get to the end of the movie. I actually saw they. I don't know if this was real or not, but somebody made their own toy where it was it was a Donnie toy from Big Lebowski, but it was just the little Folgers can. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. That's that what pretty he is. awesome. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> fuck. You're out of your element. <laughs> but all right, um, we ready? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, man, this is not. This is episode twelve. Is it really? It's 12 now. Is this technically 12? We're going to do a little 30-minute 12, a little 20-minute 12? Well, this is, no, this is 12. This is a full episode. Okay. All right. This is going to be a full oh, yeah, episode. we're going to do the watch-along. We're going to do the right. watch-along. This is going to be a different episode. It's not a very special episode. We've done those. Yeah. We've done those. Nobody got diddled, but there was, we had some special episodes. This is going to be one of those standout episodes. This is going to be a little bit different. We're going to we're gonna shake things up a little bit. Oh, we've done something similar. It's not that different, you know? Well, I don't think we've done anything similar to this. We've done some watch-alongs for like our exactly, favorite matches. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But this one's going to be a little bit different because we're going to have some uh, we're gonna have some bonus footage for the for our YouTube subscribers, yeah. only, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but today's topic, we are going to talk about indie wrestling. Yes, which we is, are. Uh, I'm a yeah, I'm a know all on that one. That's 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 kind of my bag, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're in it. So I'm, I'm in it. I'm involved in it. And then you get the spectator point of view over here from me. And and I think it's uh, you know, if we did this podcast ten years ago or especially twenty years ago, um, it wouldn't be as impactful to the wrestling scene, the independent scene. Oh no, I don't think um, so. But today, the independent scene is is huge, and I mean, you can tell by the WWE. Um, signing up. I mean, the top guys on the independents—they're looking for them. They're yeah. going to get them, and they uh, they put them in NXT or whatever they're going to do. To the point where the uh, the Kenny Omega story was such a big deal because 
He could have, you know, he built his name on the independence. He built his name, his brand on his own. It wasn't the WWE making him or the Young Bucks for that matter, making him the name to, to you know, be a big star. They build it on their own. Yeah. Well, WWE wants that. They want that under their umbrella. Those are the, those are the few most exceptions that said no. Most of them. Yeah, half their work's done there. Right. So, uh, independent wrestling, man, is, is is very much a part of the wrestling landscape today. Uh, there's multiple, multiple levels of it. There is, um, yeah, Ring of Honor is still an indie. It's yeah. still an independent show. Um, How old is Ring of Honor at uh, this They point? were founded in 2002, so they're getting close to 20 years. Oh, okay, damn. They... They took advantage of when things, um, you know, with the fall of ECW and with WCW being merged in, where there's a lot of talent out there. And Ring of Honor, what they did was basically took the top independent guys from the Northeast and a couple of the guys from the Midwest and a couple of the guys from like the Florida area, and they just kind of made like a super show. Yeah. Which, you know, at the time had never been done before. It really mm. hadn't. You know, your independent um, areas, you know, you just had your top guys and hope they would draw they would be in the uh they call them the after mags you remember like pro wrestling illustrated and yeah. stuff like that yeah. you can read about your top indies like back then it was um jersey all pro wrestling and uh ecwa and there was <laughs> some in florida uh, memphis tennessee area always had some independent wrestling going on um but ring of honor was kind of the first to kind of make that super show where they like, let's get the top guys from each of these areas and let's throw on these great shows, and then they start then they start honing out to where we need storylines, you know. We need, but they brought in. I mean, the Ring of Honor in two thousand two was the first. You know, Christopher Daniels was the guy who was huge on the independent scene. They had the the very first match uh, was a triple threat match between Christopher Daniels, Brian Danielson, American Dragon yeah. Daniel Bryan, and Loki. That was the main event for the first ever Ring of Honor show. It was awesome. Yeah. And then put those guys on the map. AJ Styles was there. Samoa Joe was there. CM Punk was there. I mean, all a lot of the top stars today rose their way through the independence. Yeah, um, no. They absolutely no. did. I believe that you can get on YouTube and you can watch a lot of these older matches. Seth Rollins is about to be part of the heavyweight title match at WrestleMania. And yeah. as Tyler Black was all, he's from Iowa, the, legit. He came up through uh, IWA Mid South, which is like an Indiana based promotion. Mm. But he was here in Cleveland quite a bit, you know, um, for AIW. Like, and they're guys that made the towns and really made their reputation, and they busted their ass and they learned their craft to the point where they're such talented dudes. The WWE had to have them. Yeah, you couldn't pass it up. No, right. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, uh, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe. It's hard to imagine uh, the product without those guys right now. No, you're absolutely those right. Those are all products of the Indies, 100%. I mean, if, if they weren't all there right now, you, we'd be seeing a very different product right now. I sure. Think. Oh, absolutely. Well, we talked about in our previous episode, the four NXT guys that just called up. Gargano, Champa, yeah. um, uh, Aleister Black, and Ricochet. Those, those are all, absolutely all indie guys, guys. Through, yeah. through the independents. So. Independent wrestling, man, is uh, very, very, very much of the la- part of the landscape of what professional wrestling is. Much more so than it was before. When you came up through the Monday Night Wars, um, the indie guys kind of stayed the indie guys. Like they, there's a handful of guys that got brought up. I'm trying to think of, I think like we talk about like Edge and Christian maybe being some of the last stars for a long time that, that were that indie came guys. up indie guys because they just developed their own guys. They could. 
They, they yeah. had developmental systems. There's they bring a power like, plant, and WWE had their developmental systems, and OVW and stuff like that. Where a lot of times they'll bring in athletes from others, other sports, sure, football, yeah, MMA, MMA, stuff like that. right? Because they're already professional athletes. You kind of got a leg up, yeah. Um, and I mean that that sense it makes sense. And then they, they wanted to teach them the WWE way, which is different, by the way. I yeah. mean, I've done seminars and things like that where everything that you do, like. Try to focus where the hard camera is. Now, that being said, you know, in this room as we're sitting right here, the hard camera would be, if the entrance was behind us, the hard camera would be right there, right? So everything you do, try to do it focusing to that camera, which is something that you're never taught when you're learning how to wrestle. and yeah. It doesn't really matter on your shows. You do play to the audience, but the WWE way is play to the hard camera. So you play everything that direction. Yeah, play to the, yeah, right. to the audience at home. So, yeah, exactly. And that was how you'd have to direct your match as you were doing them at these seminars. So um, WWE would take these guys who were just good athletes and teach them the WWE way of wrestling, which mm. there's more to it than just that, but it really is. It's a way that they want to, they also want to break some of your old habits that you can develop on the independence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad we're having this, uh, this episode. I've been looking forward to this one for a while and no, I'm very sure. glad that I got you, my friend, Finally, to come out to a uh, independent wrestling show. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this episode would probably be as content filled. I guess, or, sure. Uh, if I hadn't, you know what I mean. Sure, it would be sure, much, sure, sure, sure. Much of you, I wouldn't have anything really to say. No, if it but wasn't you, for me but going. you got to get out to your first independent show. Now you've been to WWE shows and stuff, right? Not, not since I was a kid. Not since you were a kid. No. So, so you have a whole different. This is the first wrestling show you've actually attended live since you've had the perspective that you have. Yeah, since I've been wrestling. back okay. into wrestling. Okay. Yeah. But you went out to um, the Mid-Ohio Wrestling Show, our 18th anniversary show uh, out in Maslin, Ohio. Uh, brought you in as my guest. And, you know, I mean, why don't you, man, take the microphone a little bit and just kind of tell you about your experiences, just even before the show even started. Yeah. Because you mean, can give a little behind the scenes of, I can do it. That's not that exciting. You can do it because it's the first time you're there. Yours is probably way more exciting than mine. <laughs> Shit. But you can, you know, kind of tell everybody, man, like what you just kind of took in, what uh, you enjoyed, what you were surprised about. Like, man, tell everybody, like, um, how you felt about it. Well, I, I guess to start, I was, I guess I didn't really know what, what to expect. I've never been... T- I've heard stories about indie shows and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't think the wrestling was going to be bad or anything. I just didn't, I guess I just honestly didn't know what to expect. But when I got there, you came, you picked me up, I had my camera. We planned on filming a little bit of stuff in the car, but we didn't. We were just kind of shooting the shit. I I just didn't really know how to go about it, really. I don't think either of us did. I don't think we didn't have a full plan except for, let's get you to an indie show. Let's get some footage, and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, which about, is still literally what we're doing right this second. About yeah, about halfway to the show, I figured like, fuck it, I'm just gonna enjoy this and film the things I think that'll be filmed, and maybe next show I'll I'll put a little more. Well, production and if you remember, like talking in the car, I mentioned how like car rides are a big part of indie wrestling. They yeah. really are. If you get a car full of dudes that are going to a show a couple of hours away. You can learn a lot. Yeah. You can learn a lot by yeah. just talking about wrestling. You can talk about, oh, yeah, when I had a match with this guy, and this and this happened, we fucked this up, but we saved it by doing this. Like, mm. you learn shit just by sharing stories. So oh, it's yeah. actually, the road trips are a big part. Shit, turn on the turn on the network, watch right along. It's, yeah, exactly. It's all right there. No, I mean, that, that's, I mean, they maybe amp it up because they're actually on camera, but that that's legit stuff. Like, yeah. 
the road trip stories, the road trip experiences, those are those are real things. And there's some stuff that I well, I can share, but I'm not going to today. Maybe that'll be a later episode yeah, of just yeah. road stories. For sure. Uh, the, the, that's yeah. definitely the way we, we yeah. should go about it. But that's a real part of it. I think we talked about that on the car ride there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Once once I got there, uh, I was a little nervous of meeting everybody. Like, uh, like I've said before, and another little piece of content you guys will see. I'll tell you about it later. Uh one of the first thing I noticed is the moment I got there, everybody was shaking my hand. Everybody was like, "Like I didn't get any names. I thought that was strange. Everybody was shaking my hand like, hey, how you doing? But they weren't telling me their name. Now, here's the thing. If they would know you, if you were in the business, you would introduce with your name. Gotcha. So and that's how they can tell if I'm a wrestler. That's how you now. know. Yeah. You, you know, Mark, nice to meet you. Nice, yeah, then they'll give you your name back. If you're kind of a ride-along, they're going to show their respect for you just because you're just, with yeah, me. Yeah. As you know, they're not going to sit there and look at you like a dick because it's it's just not what we do. No. If somebody's coming along with you. It's just like, how you doing, brother? Yeah. It's, you know, it's all. Well, I mean, you know, you just never respect to acknowledge your presence. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Which I mean, I didn't feel like it was a little awkward. I didn't know any of these people, but mm-hmm. like at the same time, I felt like I was like cool. I'm like experience all these things I hear right. about in stories my whole life, and like. So, because I guess that's like a big thing in the wrestling business. Like, people will legitimately be like, fuck this person. Like, there's reasons, you know, JBL is has story, is notorious for being an asshole because right. he felt slighted in some way. Mostly because somebody just didn't introduce themselves or didn't shake their hand. It's a real thing. Locker room etiquette was is disrespectful real... in some way. And that person didn't even realize they were being disrespectful. Yeah, The Miz has um, like horror stories and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The locker, locker room etiquette is real. crumbs in a bag or something. No, like and here's my thing. Is I've been around for 16 years, but if I come... To a show for the first time, and you, you've only been in the business for one year, but you've been on this show before, mm. I will go to you. Mm. I will go to you because you're the veteran of this show, at least. So, yeah, you're more experienced. So, hey, how you doing, man? I'm Jared. Nice yeah. to meet you. You know, and kind of expect that to happen to me on the shows that I'm more comfortable with, but it doesn't. And that's part of your training. You know, there's good trainers. Good trainers will teach you the etiquette. Like, you go introduce yourself to everybody. Because the other thing is, too, is even a student. Right, mm. the, the the Rock was a student at one point. Yeah, for you know sure. what I mean. John Cena was a student at one point. So even the students, introduce yourself, be polite because you never know who these guys are going to be someday. For sure. So you know, introduce yourself to everybody, and the students introduce themselves to you. And there are some guys that are just dicks to everybody for the sake of being dicks to everybody, but not that much anymore, to be honest. You know, yeah, a, yeah. a student, a referee, a guy putting up the ring. Introduces himself to you, you say hello, man. Like it's just, it's a good etiquette. It's a, it but, is. It's one of those unwritten rules that you know everybody knows about, but it is. It's it's good etiquette. It's just I don't know. I think we could use that more in everyday life. To oh, be honest, oh I don't. When you yeah. go to a situation, you go to a setting, you go to a show that's being put on where there's a lot of hands involved. Putting on a show like that, introduce yourself to each other, man. Everybody say hello. It yeah, doesn't, who, sure. Who's that hurt? No, I I totally agree. Uh-huh. But no, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Like I felt, I felt it made me feel cool for a minute. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm in the biz, you know. Uh, even though none of these people knew who I was, although I did wonder if some of them were like, oh, maybe they've watched the show or something before, and maybe that was a possibility. Yeah, no, there's some. I knew a uh, few of the guys have at least listened to the show. So. Yeah. So, but uh, no, I felt I definitely felt welcome right away. But I, I also didn't want to be like uh, in the way by any means. That's why, I like. Um, and you guys will see later that I'm I'm kind of far away from the ring, but like I have a really good seat if you think mm-hmm. about it. But I'm essentially sitting at the merch tables, mm-hmm. and uh, I liked that 
because I felt like, cool, this is a way for me to be here and I could do my thing, but I'm also not in the way at all. Right, right. And uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I, I had a all-around great experience, if I'm going to sum it all up. I'm glad, man. I really am. Um, and we were, and, and then you mentioned to me before we got started here that, I, I don't know, I, I don't think you meant to be, it's not insulting at all. Like you said, you didn't think the wrestling was going to be, but I didn't think you expected it to be as well put together. Yeah, like yeah. As, I, as I didn't, professional of an experience. Yeah, I didn't mean I didn't expect the wrestling to be, like, good. I I, meant, I didn't necessarily expect it to be as good as it was. Well, and that and just the way that the show flowed and everything like that. Like, And you mentioned, like, concession stands and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's a real live yeah, event. Yeah, and, and I think... I think that gets lost on people. Like, if I talk to somebody that doesn't understand it, where they say, like, oh, so, like, WWE, and it's like, yes, it's WWE wrestling, because wrestling is amateur wrestling, it's completely different than what we do. But, so, yes, it's like that, but it's not on that scale, but it's a real show. It's also not guys in their backyard being goofy. Like, yeah. we're, we're trained, we the stream professionals... It's a professionally ran show, you know, in a, in a real building, which that was a pretty nice building. We had, what, probably, I'd say about 200 people yeah, there. Yeah. I, think, I think you said it too. You're surprised that that many people showed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like, because like, I, I had seen videos prior. It's, it's not a knock. It's just, it's not what you, you have, you have no, no, no show. Like, so. like, when you hear indie show, you think of something very, you think of something small. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This, like, uh, and again, none of it was meant to be insulting in any way. Like, even when I said that, even when I said I didn't expect the wrestling to be as good as it was, all I'm saying is that the wrestling was fucking great. Yeah. And uh, and the whole show altogether had way more production value than I expected. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the show could use some camera guys. Like, I'd like, like, I, I even thought about it. I thought, like, man, it'd be cool if, like, uh, they wanted me to film this for them. Or sure. Something. Or, like, uh, but all, really, all around, I thought it was really well done there was really there was very little downtime in between matches like it it was very it was a two-hour show you want. that's what you and, and most of that was my match which i <laughs> went over my boundaries on that one but um it's yeah good match though if any match is gonna go long that was the one well to do i appreciate that uh yeah man and it's cool and, and with with independent wrestling there's there's so many factors that go into it and we talked about this off air a little bit where i'm not a promoter i've never been a promoter i don't really have any interest in being a promoter but yeah we mentioned that they had like a decent concession stand set up where you know like that uh, because it was a nice building it was a um hall that was attached to a church but it's a pretty nice gymnasium-sized building where I feel like you know they we, they probably cut a deal on I'll pay X amount for the building and then the the building gets to make concessions uh-huh. you know stuff like that um, and that's just what's cool about independent wrestling is is that it is a hustle and a hustle can sound like such a bad thing because a hustle makes it sound like it's illegitimate but no like it's, it's a, a scam or something it's a scam but it's not it's it's absolute live entertainment. Trying to make money, A, so the boys can get paid, because the guys deserve it. We're out there putting our bodies on the line, putting on a show. The guys deserve to get paid. Of course. But B, I mean, you know, here's the thing. So the guys running the show, and let's say that something happens to the ring, you got to have some money put back for that, because, yeah. because you know, if if something breaks, a turnbuckle breaks, a rope breaks, something like that, it costs money to replace. There's maintenance involved. And the, there's maintenance in, in getting the truck and the trailer and the gas and stuff, getting it there. You then know, there's, so. there's there's all kinds of problems. Like, for instance, the the ring breaks. The show is then either over or down for a while. You're sure. losing people. You're having sure. people demanding their money so you back. Want, so you want a good professional ring because you can't it, have that happen. You need exactly. a good professional sound system. You need to cover your expenses. You need Which to cover 
where your which your I've been on wrist. shows where the ring has broke. I've been on shows where the PA system has broke. Yeah, I've been on shows where the microphones have broke. I've been on. It, it happens. You mm-hmm. know, it does. It's For the sure. independence. It's live entertainment. But glad you enjoyed, man. I, I absolutely am. Uh, I I preach this to you. I preach this to anybody who who's watching and listening. If you haven't gone to a show yet, come check out a show. It's ten bucks. No, uh, I. And it's and if you're not thrilled, you're not a huge wrestling fan. It's live entertainment. I'm not a uh, musical fan or a fan of the theater. You know what I mean? Oh, I was about to say you're not. No, a music I love music, fan? but musical, <laughs> but not a musical fan. theater, yeah. etc. But if you can get me to live entertainment for a couple of hours for ten bucks, I'll go. Yeah, for sure. And I would appreciate the talent involved. I'd appreciate people telling their stories. Tell you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, working, doing what they love. And that's what we're doing. Middle Ohio Wrestling's ten bucks. Uh, it's first come first serve for seats, so you can get a front row ticket to live entertainment for ten bucks. And uh, I was excited to have you out there because I did personally. I wrestled as we're going to watch here in a little bit. Uh, Patrick Hayes, who's one of my closest friends in the business. Um, match of the night, in my uh, opinion. I appreciate that, and uh, I, I thought it was a really good match. And I'm hoping we can uh, share that with the folks here. So. What are you thinking, man? Think you want to do a little little watch along with our with our fans? I do, I do. That's I, like I said before we started the show. We might as fucking well. We can mm-hmm. legally like we can legally we it's have, all out there. You guys are gonna literally watch it with us. It's gonna be right here on the screen with it. Like it's it's all there. And then if you want to see it in, you know, full screen HD. I'm uploading it separately as well, so you can perfect, watch Perfect, perfect. Let's do this one with a little alternate commentary. I'll kind of tell you what we're uh, thinking about while we're in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like Mark said, if you want to watch this where uh, we shut the fuck up, you can, you can Yeah, watch if you just want to experience YouTube, uh, it the way it was, hear the, the ambient noise of people. YouTube afterwards, yeah. But uh, ignore the the big guy in the black T-shirt in the camera the whole time. I, I'm sure he's a friend of somebody's because he kept taking, like, shirts Was and this stuff. the Cowboy but, James Storm guy there? Yeah, he's there the entire time. So I apologize for that, but I'm sure he's there for a reason. I, I honest to God did not even notice that guy being there. Luckily, the he's right there at the turnbuckle, the so he's not covering time. too much. But I'm, I'm, I'm focused on what I'm doing. I never noticed old cowboy. It James would help if he was a much story. smaller guy, but it, it doesn't not. really. They're wrestling fans, man. They 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 like their hostess treats. But hey, whoever you are, sir, thanks for being there. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. You did your job. I got my shirt back at the end of the night, so I don't. I don't know. How oh, so you don't actually it. know who that is? I don't know who that is sitting no, here really? right now. No, I have no idea. See, for because for a second there, and you people are gonna see him here in a minute if you're not already. And I use some editing magic, but like he is right there in the middle of everything. <laughs> I almost thought that like he thought that I was like bootlegging the show or something, and trying he was to trying block. to ruin it. And he was doing as best he could then with his wide frame. but uh, That's what I'm saying. Like He was so in the way sometimes that I was like, is he doing this on purpose? But I didn't like, but you know, legitimately honestly, think that. Honestly, I never noticed him out there the entire time. I was very focused <laughs> really? on what we were He's doing. right yeah. there. Like, he's literally, I'm you're in the middle looking of the right match, and right I never, never focused. Uh, as I watched this match, I've watched it once. Back, I didn't notice them the entire time. I was very focused on watching what we did in the match. So, well, then apparently my camera skills worked. Their Your camera skills are very good, and uh, I mean, at least if, maybe I now should... everybody's gonna be focused on the big guy. I was gonna say, maybe we I shouldn't have said anything at because all because I never noticed completely... it at all. I was watching the match, and I was part of the match, and I feel it was a really good match, so <laughs> might have no, ruined it. You know, might what? Ruined ignore everything I just said about <laughs> this fella and just enjoy the match. But with that said, um. Yeah, with with that said, let's go ahead and get right into it. This is Patrick Hayes versus Wilbur Whitlock. Horace. The Matt Archer Ohio Wrestle Cut. 
We're gonna and, start uh, with entrances and everything. And if you if it. if you want to somehow sync it up so you can hear the commentary while we watch it, but you can still watch it full screen with the video I uploaded separately. We are pressing play right now. Wilbur Whitlock versus Patrick Hayes, MOW 18th, 18th anniversary. anniversary. It was January 26th. The next night was the Royal Rumble, which I watched over at... Wow. Tomorrow, Pat- this will be exactly a month away. Uh, yeah, which means we're overdue. Which, uh, <laughs> I went and watched the Royal Rumble over at Patrick Hayes' house, where we had the best pizza there ever was. That's yeah. kind of what I'm taking out of it, yeah. And uh, Hayes and I threatened to beat the crap out of each other a couple times, just kind of talking shit. Neither of us wanted to do that. We were both very sore from this match we had <laughs> the uh, prior gotcha. night. gotcha. Yeah. No, I don't doubt it. Especially, you guys will see, but there's a hell of a backbreaker at some point. It's actually right. my favorite part of the match. So, it really was coincidentally where Mr. D, there, my manager, he usually wears a, a, a sport coat with his mask and a bow tie. But, you know, he's managing me and he's managing Bobby Beverly, who also does a, a white trash gimmick. We're like, we're both kind of white trash. Like, he should be white trash Mr. D. So he's kind of <laughs> nervous about switching up the character. And he shows me what he bought. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. He's like, seriously, though? I was like, no, I love it. He's like, should I wear the bow tie? And I said, absolutely wear the fucking bow tie. Like, wow, there's dude. no reason not to. I didn't even pick up on the bow tie yeah. until this moment yeah. right now. So, shit. He rocked it so well. It, it just Mountain it was so Dude natural. T-shirt, I didn't even notice. Cut off plaid. Mask and a bow tie. That's a character. That's a gimmick. And you got the split shorts. Johnny Cash shirt, of course. The split shorts were entirely intentional. I kind of gave him a little bit of a split. Ah, uh, so you think split a little split bit, the and then they just. I mean, you're bumping a lot. It's going to happen. So. I, I did notice that you had one strip dangling down between your legs. Is that is that some sort of... No, it's just how those damn short strip. but no, no, no. You got it's some just, big old hogger hanging down there? Well, there. I mean, that's that's for the, ladies, for the ladies to find out, yeah. Go revisit our, uh, our uh, what was it, jam up with, we're talking about Tinder. Oh, yeah, and that's right. find out. We're not going to talk about that on the WrestleCast. The last episode featuring uh, yours truly over here. <laughs> Jam up. So uh, here comes uh, Mr. Patrick Hayes. Patrick Hayes. Well, the backstory to this is is we were tag team champions last year. Um, I legitimately got in that car accident where I wasn't able to wrestle, and we um, oh, yeah. we did a storyline thing where I wasn't able to compete. Hayes lost the title in one of two match to uh, Chill and Casanova, who you saw out there. Mm. So I had turned heel on the prior show. Now. You were out there for the promo that he cut earlier in the night. I did not hear him. Apparently, oh, yeah, he right. did a little stuff close to home. He talked about some things that were, you know, maybe a little personal in his promo. Actually, I think I got that promo. Oh, I might have uh, to now see that it. I, think about, I didn't hear it. Maybe, maybe I'll show it to you after, and maybe uh, I'll throw it at the uh, beginning of the episode. Maybe I'll have so to text him and tell him how much of a motherfucker he is. Uh, that but, too. That too. But we were uh, so we're tag team champions no longer. We're. That's the story we want to tell is that we're partners. We know each other well. Um, and we in here in Mid-Ohio, we've wrestled each other a couple of times. Our history is pretty well known to the fans there. Yeah. Okay. Now, where Hayes is really good at, more so than I am, he's very patient. Even, like, right there where you're thinking, you know, he's been out there for a little while you don't hear a ton of crowd reaction. He knows that they'll be coming, so he'll he'll get them. He he knows how to build 
He knows the patience and stuff with the crowd. Yeah, that's something I noticed. You guys definitely played to the crowd almost for an well, overly and, long time. Sure, well, and that's, we'll get into it as we go along, but... But the, there's also these two guys in the corner over here. There's black dude with the beard, and then there's another guy sitting in a green hoodie just behind him, like two rows behind him, and uh, they were very invested in this match. Look at him right now dancing hey, to Patrick's music. It's a catchy theme song. I won't I won't take that one. Honestly, it is. Uh, but even at the end of the match, and I think I even have it in this video. Uh, now, see, here's little, little cues right there you might not have noticed, but... I said right away, I went to the ref, I said, hold me back. Because I'm going to come over there and confront uh, him, but, like, now why would I not just go and grab him? So, like, you know, as we're we're building, we're telling a story before the match even starts. Yeah. No, no, and I, I definitely picked up, I love it. I love it. You guys are performing right now. Now little kid's loving every second of it, apparently. And his nachos. And now the ref knows his cue, so I'm gonna come. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. If the ref doesn't get in between me and I just stop on my own, then I look like a doofus. You know what yeah. I mean? You look like you're you're fighting an invisible wall. There. Right. Exactly. Because no, we're not. I'm not planning on grabbing him or attacking him at this point. But I want to. I imagine it's it's much easier for, uh, as they put it, WWE superstars to get by with calling shots in the center of the ring with all the noise. Right, yeah, it's noisy. The The crowd, it, but, it's big. The arenas are bigger where they're not really that close. So we got to call our spots, but we got to be yeah, you gotta be a little bit under more. under your breath a little bit. Right, yeah. right, indiscreet about it. You can't be John Cena out there just yelling. Well, yeah, well, Johnny Cena calls his spots pretty loud, yeah. Oh, for sure. Most of the Botchmania things, it's when you're here in spots, it's John Cena. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Fuck, seriously, though, what was that? Ten, eight to ten minutes of uh, intro? Oh, it wasn't that long. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, we did a 40-some minute match. No, you did a 30-some minute match. No. Three or four. <laughs> and then we got some stall in here, too. Uh, but listen. That's the Irish Ale talk. <laughs> We're going to have some stall in here, but here's the thing. You know, I'll, I'll talk about what we get into. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Bye we bye. wanted to tell the story that we knew each other well. Now, here's the thing, too. Yeah, this is kind of a Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, Gargano thing going on. Without here. maybe quite the personal, but look, I mean, the crowd's into it. Um, and now here's the thing: we realized after we the match, we had never actually well, we didn't get there yet. We had never actually tied up and done any chain wrestling with one another. Like we'd always kind of gotten into brawling pretty quickly, so our chain wrestling wasn't the best because we actually hadn't done it before. We hadn't felt each other out yet. No. But, but here, you know, this is as a heel. The crowd, they're they're clapping. They're ready. They're ready. They're pumped. They're ready. No, the, right. this is the most invested in a match the crowd had been all night, I think. So they're ready for us to tie up and get going. We'll, we'll take it away from them. You know, and, the, and, and so they're going to hate me for it? Well, sure, but that's the point. So, so I bail out of the ring. All right, let's get them back going again. Now, if they're not going here, we're not going to stall anymore. But they're still into it. They're still ready. So we tie up. Dodge the chop. I know the chops are coming, right? It's my old partner. Yeah. That, and then you see the guy in the green hoodie. He said, come on, man. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, He's your biggest fan, dude. We, I mean, they're, they <laughs> want to see it. 
So they've been waiting for a while, but let's still let's just maybe wait a little bit longer. That's kind of the idea. Hmm. You guys now this are... this is what's different about performing on a live show on a house show like this. You can't do this on Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? There's time limits. There's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You gotta get in. You gotta get out. You gotta give them the action. And you're a lot of time. We had we were a little bit more uh, freewheeling with our time involved. So while well, we got the crowd, we're gonna keep doing what's working. No, I get. It. I can see you guys are milking it. You keep uh-huh. popping in and out. You guys, you guys are building the tension. You guys are playing to the crowd essentially. Yeah, now they're booing, which is fine. This is what I want. I want them to boo. I want them to be upset that we there's been no, you know, we had three minutes of introductions. We had a couple minutes here of. I don't want to get hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get hit. So, you know, the crowd doesn't like me. They want to see me get hit. Well, I'm going to make you wait for it. Yeah. There we go. The test of strength. Kinda. I feel like Johnny Ace here, but man, my arms look pretty good in this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling nice and no, cut up there. You're, you're flexing, especially right there, dude. Look at, look at, look at that man, muscle definition. Man. Not in terrible shape here in this match. That You're really showing off that jerk-off muscle right there. Hey, easy, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a week without my little ones because uh, now the referee needs to get in between. The week without my little ones because I usually eat a bunch of junk food when I have the kids and stuff. So, mm. yeah. But yeah, see, yeah, I thought I, you were going somewhere no, else. No, 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 no. See, now I, I bumped him down there. Well, yeah, I would have more time for that, too. <laughs> but bumped him down there by pulling the hair. No, a good referee, you know, as soon as I get to the ropes, the referee needs to be in between. This guy, you know, he's a little bit green. He's learning. They call him Chumley the whole time. I, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Why? Because why? he kind of looks like him. So, okay. All right. I see that now. I don't know why. From Pawn Stars. Yeah, from Pawn okay, Stars. gotcha. Yeah, he's like a smaller Chumley. All right, so now we're, and we're calling all this live, by the way. We we didn't plan any of this out. We're just kind of calling it out there, just feeling the crowd. Clean break. Wow, really? Now listen to this pop. Yeah. That was one boot to the gut in the corner. He finally got you. Real he good. finally got me, and listen to that pop. Yeah, dude. And that's that's telling the story there. Now, so now it's time to go to work. Here you go. So. Hella chops. I'm gonna sh- That's it. The referee's doing a good echoed. job selling. Yeah, it, I mean it did. These are this is real life. Mm. Damn, dude. Let, here, let's, turn, let's hear these fuckers. Turn, turn this up a little bit. And we'll shush. Ooh, I felt it. You get all four corners. You get all everybody in the crowd to see it. Damn, we should have taken a picture of your chest afterwards. Yeah, I, I have video evidence. So, uh, something else I noticed, you you have your custom singlet on right now. It says I, Wilbur Whitlock yeah, right I, on it. Yeah, I have my custom singlet, you know, uh, but now that I'm, I'm heel, I'm trying to be more white trash. Gotcha. To, like, i seen those girls in the crowd there saying, my God, like, yeah, he uh, chops the shit out of you. Those are legit. <laughs> yeah. 
And you know what you do after that? You get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, you need. Yeah, your chest needs to fucking recover. You probably got the wind knocked out of you. But here's the good thing too. Now, and again, this is what's nice about being on an independent show. We got the time to tell the story because on WWE, if you watch Raw and they hit those big chops, they're going right to the next thing because they have to. You got to get your stuff in and tell your story in a short amount of time. For me, I want to let me chop you as hard as I can. Let me smack you as hard as I can in the chest. It, you know, four t- it's going to hurt. No. So I'm going to let the crowd and everybody else know that it, it's hurting. It's hurting me. Taking the time to sell it. You're you're not selling. You're reacting. Well, yeah, that's that's true part. too. I mean, you're milking it a little bit more than well, normal. Well, sure, everything's exaggerated. Everything's over the top. But it's it's you are legitimately hurting because of it. Yeah, see, right now, right about now would be a good time for me to be in a different spot. But yeah, when you go to the floor, but it, this, it's hard to keep up camera work wise and everything. But. It shows the interest of the crowd, though. The crowd's all standing up trying to sure. see everything. You're just and you, you, you get to, that's a good thing about being an independent show, too. You get to be live and in color. Nope, not everybody's going to get so, the best So if view. anybody ever wants to say the fake, everyone wants to call it fake, this is right there in front of you. Two grown, you know, fair, you know decent-sized men. Yeah, it's <laughs> right back down. Hitting each other. You can see this. This is not fake. Uh, well, well, you can if you're there. You can't see it right now, obviously. Yeah. But you're still taking chops in a chair. For the audio listeners, Jared's getting his ass beat right now. <laughs> yes. You got what? You got one chop mm-hmm. in on him? That's mm-hmm. really, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was such a Jared move. I'm almost, buddy. See, now this looks, he hit that pretty uh, fucking hard. Uh-huh. Sure did. Well, you have to make it count. Again, you're right there in front of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. You can't fake that. I mean, you see that old guy, he made a reaction there like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, look at you. And that's the story that I, you know, that we're going to tell here is those chops, <laughs> that kind of green hoodie is a big fan of mine. I'm um, saying he's your biggest fan, dude. So, you know, his chops were beating the shit out of me. So what are we going to do? Am I going to, if I can get a chance, I'm going to take out his hand. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage of that. Bending it between the turnbuckle now. And there's, and that's another thing, too, that people could relate to, man. Like, everybody's busted a finger. You stubbed a finger or jammed or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And anytime that interacts with anything, it hurts, right? Oh, yeah. So that's... he just chopped the post as hard as he could. So now here's me being a giant asshole going to just destroy his hand. Uh. And this is an easy story to tell. That's the thing is you can tell a story in the ring without doing a whole bunch of crazy moves Ooh, still milking that hand but no you're you're right you can you can tell a classic story in the ring using classic I, I guess tricks you know tricks sure. of the trade and it still be entertaining. Well, and that's the whole idea here is to tell the story. And it's a pretty easy story to tell, right? So 
<laughs> I see he's got nothing. He's that. got nothing behind you're it. You're like, chop me now, chop me now. And then when he does it and you feel nothing, you start laughing now. Uh-huh. See? You're a fucking actor, dude. You're an actor. You're the next rock. Well, we're... <laughs> I'm not the next... <laughs> <laughs> oh! That now was that, a hella chop right there. He's like, was, fuck you, That was you, a straight punch this. to the face. Yeah. Where, you know, and he knew that it was going to cost him, but it bought him a little bit of time. So it's a desperation thing. Mm. And it hurt his hand. It hurt so his hand. Got him to sell that a little bit more. I mean, it is. It's such a good story to tell. Where those chops were beating the shit out of me. I hated him. I hated every last second of it. So if I take away your hand. Yeah, I got now. I got the advantage. Now I'm in control. Now I'm confident. So him throwing that one right hand was a nice breather, but taking him, taking him right back over. And then you hear the crowd. They're up. They're up. They're up. And you bring them back down. Yeah. Yeah, a good wrestling match should be like a roller coaster. Really should. No, oh, yeah. You go up, you go, you up, 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 and then boom, back down. Yeah, dramatic down. Yeah. And now this is the thing, a testament being a good worker. If I hear the crowd being into him, I'm going to give him a chance. There it is. Here's the total heel we, move. But then, yeah. You guys solidified yourselves as the heels right here. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling the referee that he needs first aid, that I'm concerned about him. <laughs> Chum Lee, I got a watch. I Chum, need you to take a look at Chum, Chum Lee, you need, might need to get somebody to look at his hand. This pair of Jordans here. No, I'm making Pawn Star jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Does Rick need to call in a guy to uh, to watch this match, put a value on this match? Yeah, yeah. I need to. He needs to call in his guy. Hey, now here's the thing: if the crowd, you know, if we're working, the crowd's quiet. Let's get him into it. Let's get him making noise. Both of us can do that, you know, as a babyface or a heel. Mm. So I have to ask. He's hitting left hand now. I'm selling him a little bit. Not as much as I was because it's not his natural hand. Yeah. Oh, what were you going to ask, buddy? Oh, yeah. That was the opposite Oh, the hand, Brett buckle. Right. But uh, I was going to ask, who did who, who stole from who? As far as? Who, who, did, who did the shorts first? Patrick Hayes or Buddy Murphy? <laughs> Believe it or not, I think he's did. Really? Yeah, ah, I think Buddy so. Murphy, you thief! And you know they got the same sort of hairstyle too. So we're gonna we're gonna call Buddy Murphy the thief. Yeah, you fucking thief, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> no, actually, I think Hayes got some new custom-made shorts like a month before Buddy Murphy came out, and he even mm. said like, "Everyone's gonna think I'm stealing from <laughs> fucking Buddy Murphy now." My bad, Patrick. I didn't. I didn't mean to throw that out there. It's All just right. the first thought I had. This so I guess this is a good spot here. Yeah, it is. Boom. Boom. Drop kick in the corner. That is the move that tore my knee up, but it was my fault. I wasn't in the right position, and I left my knee hanging. So when he hit, his whole body rolled into my knee and tore oh. my knee up. That's the only. It's the most real injury I think I've ever had wrestling. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize. You didn't even mention that that night. It didn't tear it up this night. It, it happened prior. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. No, 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 no. I thought like, you were saying no. it happened right there. No, it happened in a match. The last singles match we had uh, a couple years prior to this, it was like the first spot of the match. And I knew my knee was shot, but I had to get through the match. And we had a 20-minute match, which you know might seem disappointing considering this one's 30. But yeah. Going up top. It's not really my domain. That drop kick in midair, there's just no good way to take that. 
It's just not. It's just you're gonna take yeah. it. It's gonna stop your momentum going forward and knock you backwards, and it's a it's a bump. And no matter what, you're taking a top rope bump right there. But go to climb to the top rope sometime, Mark. It's scary up there. I've, I've never done it. <laughs> I'd like to do it for fun one time for sure. It's not fun. It's terrifying. No, I mean, I mean, depending on where which direction you're going, it could either be what, well, you got to go down eight feet yeah. or. At least about about five eleven. Or six feet. Oh yeah, to the bottom. Yeah, when you figure where out your eyes are, yeah, you're a couple feet higher. Like yeah. your eyes looking down is over ten feet. Ten yeah, you add your your whole height right. to it as well. Yeah, it's coming. I could feel it. Ooh, there's the kick. There's that. And. There's oh, that the Bobby Eaton backbreaker. Fucking backbreaker I'm talking about. I was legitimately, I'm like, oh, is he okay? Well, yeah, you can. You just feel that one. You can take it safely, but you still feel it. I uh, also got to give a shout out to uh, Evan Wiley and Drew Wiley, who I'm, I'm sure you see more of Evan in the crowd here, but they're they're standing right back there the whole whole time here. See right there, we could sense the crowd coming down a notch. So that's hazy. So you do the clap, you do the slap the mat, you get the crowd back in because we got more stuff coming. As I mean, as you know, yeah. But we got more stuff coming, so you want the crowd to be hot for it. You don't want them to be sitting on their hands as we go into this a little more high impact stuff. Yeah, yeah. Slop drop, dude. And there's some of the things now, I mean, you can only get you, some of the camera views where you are, but, you know, I'm selling that with the wide eyes, with the, uh, I can't believe it sort yeah. of look. Like, there, there's so many little nuances that go, you can tell so many stories with your eyes, like, you really can. You can tell desperation, anger, fear, anticipation. You can tell so many things with your eyes. You're doing it right there, too. Yeah, you're, frustration. You're- get up. I'm going to put this shit away. Look at that face, dude, you're making. You are selling. That is Triple H right there. Boom. I've taken that every time. There's some impact on that one every time. I believe it. You're running at him. Boom. Boom. Code breaker. Break the code. Now, to give give the... The viewers, a little bit of my perspective here. I have no idea the outcome of this. Movie. No, I never told you. You did not film me uh, in I'm on not anything that anything. was happening. And uh, Drew, Drew Wiley out there, um, so was in the wrestling business before me. Is when it got me in. Yeah. Now, granted, he's been out for a long, long time, and he told me he's like, "You got me on every one of those falls." Yeah. So that's the thing is, is yeah, if you know the outcome, no, who wants to know that? Who wants to know how the movie's going to end? No, I, I wouldn't want to know. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I didn't know any of this. And you can tell this by how how the the cinematography style, I guess, changes. Like I'm zooming in a lot more. Sure, I'm going in because There's, you know any time this could be it. Yeah, exactly. This like could be I'm it. I'm I'm filming this as a wrestling fan. And and and, and the best comparison is movies because movies give you gives you falsies too. Yeah, movies yeah. gives you like the oh man is that that's it like oh wait there's more and, and you you can just tell by the way I'm shooting this match right now that I 
I am just as eager as everybody else in the crowd to see how this is going to end up. Which uh, I know I talked to you before we got out there, too. I was like, man, I appreciate you like recording it for me. But like, I kind of also want you to just take it in as a fan because... And that, that's another thing you'll notice, too. Like Sometimes like you guys will be moving and you'll be kind of out of frame sometimes. Because I'm not actually watching the camera. I'm actually just watching, watching the, the match. match and the camera's just <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, I got to zoom out. Yeah, you get lost in it, man. You, you really do. So, yeah. Yeah. But this is one of those matches that I was like, I want to get the entire thing. So, like, most of it, I did only just shoot clips. And you guys mm-hmm. will see that. But there, this is one of, like, two matches that I, I wanted to get the entire thing. So this right here was all Hayes' idea for this spot. And the spot coming up is a, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a dangerous spot. There's just no two ways around it. The, the ring, um, for anybody who doesn't know, the ring is, is lots of boards laying across. With There is some padding, and it has give, but it's not a lot of padding. I mean, the bumps still hurt. But if you go to the outside of that, to the apron, there's no give out there. There's yeah. just not. There's, it's, every last bit of it is, is It's stiff. the main supports of the ring. Exactly. So... It's ob- It's the most. It's the sturdiest, sturdiest part of the ring. Right. So to take a bump out there is not friendly, and you're about to see why there's not a lot of bumps out there. Boom. I hit the cutter, which is my finish on the apron, and I kind of ate it hard to the ground. And I and I told Hayes this too. I realized halfway down, like I'm like, you're gonna eat that apron really hard. I don't want to, even though you can't really see it from where your point of view was, the fans could see it. I crashed hard to the ground because I didn't want to crumple like a sack of shit while he took that hard bump. I wanted everything to look impactful. I wanted me to slam down hard to the ground as I slammed him hard to the apron, you know? Yeah. Shit. What is it? Is that Joe right there? Over there? He saw the whole thing? Joe who? Hershberger? No, the ball guy over there? Yeah. No, that's somebody else. I don't okay. know who that is. I about to say, we can get him on the show. He can tell you the whole fucking story, probably. No, Joe, I think it's behind the turnbuckle. If I'm not mistaken, actually, there. I can see him only half of a second because the sun's next to him there in the blue. Oh, uh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah, I got yeah. a quick glimpse. Yeah. Making it in at nine. Crowd is hot because, I mean, that could have been a finish very easily. Ten count, count out. Yeah. Crowd's hot for it. I'm selling the desperation, selling the frustration. You really are. Hayes is the baby face. He's selling his fight with everything he's got. Stop for the fucking forehead right there. Still selling the hand. Yep. I love that he's still yep. selling the hand. Fuck, for all I know, it could legitimately hurt right now. Well, that's the idea. Yeah. I hope you do think that. <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. And this, I, I've taken this move a few times, and I, for some reason it pop off correctly. And that his right knee drilled me in the jaw, it and that's looked, my fault because I like I should have popped a little harder. Uh, it knocked me silly. Did it? <laughs> yeah, it sure uh, did. You can tell. And then this. Oh yes, the frog side. Look, Hayes is not a small guy. No, he got great. Dude, and that, he nailed that. That killed me. That was spot on, though. That looked fantastic because it was. And me selling right here is not really selling. This is me just trying to believe that I'm alive because that, that crushed me. He, I bet. 
Got every last bit of that frog splash. Shit. Yeah, man, he blew your shorts completely up on that one. <laughs> I was just realizing that. I'm not even slightly worried about that one. By the way, my hair looks great there, so tell Jeff Hughes to fuck off. Look how <laughs> thick my hair looks. Uh, top hair down look view. Top down view. Jeff Hughes in your blonde spot. Go fuck yourself. You can knock me out, but you don't have as nice a head of look hair as I do. Look at this chick's face in the crowd with the green jacket. This whole time that you were selling down there, she looked like she wasn't positive whether or not you were dead. <laughs> He's as good that smacks was, on his shot. Say, that was a killer face shot. He just I don't it. I don't smack anything on my stuff. My shot, if you can hear that pop, it's live rounds. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you hear those cracks? You hear that. Those are real. That's just very real elbows and forearms on flesh. We're we're bringing in some live rounds. No, there. you you can tell which ones are emphasized and which ones are not. The the really yeah. loud ones are the emphasized yeah. ones, but then the ones you hear and sound legit, yeah. those are the legit ones. Ooh, that was good. That was a face crack. Even oh, I see ref. that guy in the red shirt. He went, ah. Oh. I mean, we were talking about the three counts well. The referee is doing a I great job in selling. that so well. This kid in the green hoodie out there is pissing me off. He is not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good false finish. Uh, and again, like we mentioned, you, you're sitting there watching him. You don't know what the finish is. Any one of these could have been the finish. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Drew Wiley had no idea what the finish was. Any of them could be the finish. No, at, at this point, I'm definitely on the edge of my seat. Like I said, the camera the camera filming is definitely and Now he's finally getting that the fighting spirit in your hand. Back to chop the fuck out of me. Oh, God. Don't think I don't feel every one of those. Oh, I'm sure you do. My lord. I've watched this like four or five times now, and that still shocks me. This is what we call the greatest hits. We've done this spot a handful of times. Ooh, nice. Always works out well. Was that an RKO? Yeah. I didn't pick up on that at all until now. Mr. D is not happy. <laughs> no, he is not. Probably because he's tired of being out there. We've been out there a long time at this point. Wow. But you, I, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I, I hate even saying it because I don't like uh, really tugging on my own dick that much. But, <laughs> like, I don't feel like this has felt like a half an hour. You know what I mean? We no. we have been sitting here for over half an hour with, with the camera on this watching this match. And it doesn't yeah. feel like it. No, no. Shit, let me look at the timestamp. What does that say? We're at 31. We're at 31 now. Right 36 there. or some post-match stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, th- I, it doesn't feel like it to me. No. No, it doesn't. I feel like we're at like 20 minutes. That's how it feels to me. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that's a good thing. If you can keep the action hot, keep the crowd invested, keeps us invested, that's, the, that's really the testament of a good match more than anything. If you can keep the crowd invested... And really wanting to see more. 
like this right here, the crowd's still into it. I'm I'm calling for the brain bust. This is Hayes' idea, by the way, 100%. I'm calling for the brain buster. We're slow, slow, slow. As soon as I throw <laughs> the hand over, boom, he hits me. Brain buster. I mean, crowd digs it. And Hayes told me that this is his bag because he's pumped. He didn't really give me a chance to sell and feed into these. Yeah, you you couldn't even really sit yeah, up. Yeah, he was. I was trying to sell him, but he was. He told me he's like I was fired up, man. I was <laughs> you can up. tell he definitely. Yeah. Had. Unload him. I don't blame him. You guys are killing it right now, Mister D. Mister D messes everything yep. up. Getting getting the DQ. Spoiler alert. And by the way, if you didn't think I was dreading that second frog splash the entire time after the first one. Whew. Oh, yeah. yeah. The second one wasn't nearly as bad. But. It's a little bit of a shame. And now the, the reason, uh, you know, a little peek behind the curtain. The reason why they wanted the DQ finish was for me to not take my loss like a man, which <laughs> I'm doing finger quotes. Uh, so, <laughs> so for me to look, this guy in the green hood, he's still pissed. Yeah, I had to zoom in. No, on he guys. is not like this shit at all. They were the biggest fans in the crowd. So sure. I didn't take my loss like a man. So that meant that. I would be facing somebody who's not a man next time, which is super uh, open. Gotcha. Well, here because, it is. Because my thought process was, give him a fucking finish. We're going to have it for 30 minutes. Give him a finish. Yeah. But that's the reason why we did it. Well, people, you're going to get your first glimpse at Super Oprah right right here. The lovely Super Oprah. Don't, don't turn that dial just yet. Super Oprah is here to, or is, is coming. Boom, Patrick Hayes gets a title shot. Well, Because, yeah, the thing was, too, is that if it was going to be a normal contenders match, then I wouldn't have be disqualified to be fighting to the end. But mm. we didn't know it until... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you, the way you're selling this here right now. You still think you won. Yeah, of course you do. You're a heel. March 9th. Wilbur Whitlock versus Super Oprah, and the ladies crowd and gentlemen. Popped. No, and here she away. comes. Look at that face. Look at that face. That's the face you made right before you went and cuddled up next to a dryer <laughs> with a bath mat. <laughs> That's the face oh, House of Hughes. <laughs> It was equally fucked up for different reasons. There she, there she is, everybody, in all her glory, Super Oprah. She says, okay. <laughs> she takes more Cody, and you, we get the hell out yep, of there. You piece the fuck out as soon as you can. And then apparently <laughs> Cody gets the brunt of what you were going to get. How glad are you? That you are not enduring this. No, first of all, glad? No. Me, I'm a great friend, and I let Cody go ahead and, you know, <laughs> go oh. ahead and reap the benefits here. So Cody wanted this. Well, yeah, I mean, who... This, this is an who, honor. Who wouldn't is the thing. Who wouldn't want this? I, I guess so you're So me, right. being a great friend, I, I let Cody right. go ahead. I get to have my piece of Super Bowl on March 9th. Cody can have it here tonight. Yeah. 
Anybody wondering why the camera went wonky all of a sudden? Well, because you got excited. No, well, yes, honestly, if I'm honest, that's it. (laughs) No, what it was is there was a a lady who was sitting next to me at these little merch tables, and uh, she had to get behind me a couple times during this match, and that's the most evident time of it. (laughs) All this. Yeah. The the voice going deep right there (laughs) made that. Violate me touching all this. Like that that made that right there. Oh, Miss Super Oprah, I gotta I have a date. I have a date with her on March 9th. March 9th. And, uh, Wilbur Whitlock. I, I, I'm Oprah. in some weird stuff, but I don't know. I don't know if I can handle what Miss Super Oprah has to offer on March 9th. A little glimpse behind the curtain here. <laughs> I had I talked to Super Oprah right after this because she came over. Right after that? You talked to her right after that? It was. You correct. son of a bitch. And uh, she she came over and uh, all smiles. She looked like she she looked like she was having a fantastic time. Well, she knows that she's going to be in the ring with a real stud. And uh, I let her know that she did a fucking awesome job. She said thank you, and I immediately fell in love. You fell in love? Oprah. Well, I might not. You know what? If you if you'd like to meet. You know, or a little bit more. Come out on March 9th, and I'll, I'll give you a hands-on introduction. I'll be watching my boy Jeff uh, win his okay. UFC debut. All right, but okay. I will eagerly await the results All and right. any kind of video footage that pops fair up. Fair enough, YouTube. fair enough, man. Well, this has been a lot of fun. This has been This has fun. been a lot of fun. This, and, is, uh, uh, this is a shorter but sweeter episode of Ohio Well, man, you know, we, it's, I think it's going to be right on par. We talked for a little bit, and we got to watch a, a good match and get to have some... Uh, inside point of view and what goes on you know, inside your head of a wrestling match. And uh, and then for uh, anybody who um, follows us on YouTube, some bonus stuff coming up. Exactly. Mark Mark has a lot of footage. We actually yeah. have some really, really cool footage, I think, of us in the car after the show Yeah, talking that I think um, we'll, well give... My, well, to sum it up, my my plan is, is I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to make uh, kind of like a little best of compilation of the whole night we filmed a little bit after the show. Gonna throw that in there, uh, either at the beginning or the end. I'm not sure how, what, whichever way it fits best. Yeah. You guys get a whole little look at the whole night. Um, I'm gonna throw what we just watched up uh, in its entirety, full screen for you guys to watch. Should be awesome. Man. Uh, anybody who's a fan of NXT, uh, I believe he was called Sawyer Fulton on NXT. Sawyer Fulton, he was a member of uh, yeah, Sanity. Sanity the original was the original version of Sanity. Sanity. Yeah, he uh, was Sawyer replaced. Fulton. He, got, he got replaced by Killian Dane. He got hurt, and then he got replaced by Killian Dane. And then what he's doing right now is is kind of a wise thing where they got a lot of talent. You know, mm. they got a lot, as we talked about in their prior episodes, a lot of talent in NXT and the main roster. So what he's going out right now is he kind of reinvented his character. Yeah, he's going out and doing the independence again. And uh, you got Sawyer Fulton versus Ethan Wright, which is a really good yeah. match. I went out and watched that match myself. Sawyer, Sawyer Fulton versus Ethan Wright. Ethan Wright was uh, very, very good match. Was was part of this night, and uh, I got that match in its entirety as well. That'll be up for you guys you, to watch. You know the one, the only thing that you didn't get to be a part of because I had to get back home. Uh, my my dad was actually watching my kids that night, but uh, hit those after parties. You know, we go to the Air Street uh, Pub, we get a bite tea, we get a couple beers. You get some more stories and some more footage from an after party. So maybe the next time you're available. No, next next time for sure. That, will, uh, that would have been a nice little end. That would have been the everything. end cap. And you know what? There's always indie wrestling part two on the Ohio Wrestlecast. Right. I got I, mean, I got more stories and more matches to come. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a whole. This is not. This may be the first, but it's certainly not the last time like we're going to see an indie I, wrestling I like edition of Ohio WrestleCast. I like it a lot. Ohio WrestleCast not going anywhere. We may have been gone for a little while. 
but we're always going to come back. We were. We we took off for a little while. Got a little busy. Got a little lazy. Call it what you drunk. will. Got a little <laughs> drunk. But uh, the High WrestleCast will be back. And uh, we got a couple more episodes. We got some WrestleMania to talk about. We got some more indie wrestling to talk about. Yeah. Plenty, 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 plenty of wrestling to talk about. And I'm looking forward to it, man. Me too, sir. Me too. With that said, uh, yeah, it's been a high WrestleCast number 12. We're getting up there. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Ohio WrestleCast. Please do. Definitely, if you're not on the YouTube yet, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, please do. Please start following us on YouTube. You're going to see a lot of cool stuff. If you enjoy what you watch tonight, we got some cool uh, exclusive footage uh, from the show, from after the show, coming up on YouTube exclusively. Yep. Should be really, really cool. Uh yeah, man. Been a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, coming down that journey with us, man. Talking some indie wrestling, watching one of my matches for the first time here on the Ohio WrestleCast. It's, yeah. it, it, was, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that about sums it up. Thanks for watching. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And until next time. Bye, Internet. <laughs>